Hey everybody and welcome along to this week's edition of the Irish Golfer Podcast. Brought to you in association with TaylorMade Golf with the new TaylorMade Stealth Driver available at retail and custom fit nationwide at TaylorMade Stockists. Joined as always by John Craven. How are you Pete? And I'm Peter Finnan. Have you given that TaylorMade a hit yet? Given a right few smacks, yeah. We're actually doing our driver testing this week as well. Um, for the next for edition next of the magazine issue. So yeah, all the results of that will be out We've kind of got all the drivers across the board And just testing it for different different metrics Seeing, seeing yeah. how it comes out And just your swing, is that it? <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> I hope we have some people lined up for that um, No, very good, very good Where do we start? Interesting week, really good week we Might as well start a bit of home news Like Irish Open um, I see the really Sunday sellout the other day So getting all the S's in yeah, great to have a few uh, tickets in the back pocket for that. Should be pretty <laughs> exciting. Um, no, really good news, isn't it? Title sponsor. New title sponsor, Horizon Irish Open, six-year deal. Huge security for the event going forward as well. It's nice to have a, like a six-year deal. It's obviously a huge financial deal. Yeah, no, you're the money man, Pete. I, um, this isn't my quarter, but I do remember so many times when it's up in the air if that event will ever have a sponsor and... Like, to me, not having a clue about the ins and outs of it, really. Like, it always looks like an attractive event to sponsor. It's always guaranteed to be a full gate and, like, yeah, lots of coverage and this and that. But obviously, there's more to it than that. But it's, yeah, it's class. Right up to Adair, is it? 2027, I think. Yeah, exactly. Right up to Ryder Cup. So, yeah, like, there's, obviously, I think the Irish Open is going to go from strength to strength over the next few years. You know, they're, they're in Mount Juliet this year. They have a new sponsor. They've up the prize fund. I know it's not quite a Rolex event, but it's definitely one of the tour events that are kind of owned by the European Tour, DP World Tour. It's one of their own hosted events that, like the Scottish Open, I I, I can't see how it won't be aligned to the PGA Tour over the next two or three years in a sort of a, like the Genesis is in Scotland, a dual co-sanctioned event like that with PGA and European Tour status and get, get the money up to Rolex level events. That yeah, the dream is that so six million dollars for this year, eight million dollars will be in an ideal world. I see it as P- PJ Tour like aligned or whatever. Um, yeah, eight million dollars each. Links swing up until the open. Like that is the ideal scenario, but just didn't work. Won't happen. Well, it's obviously not going to happen now. Doesn't sound like it's going to happen the next couple of years either. But who knows? Um. But yeah, I don't know, I still feel we're a bit lost in the schedule, but obviously overall it's good news considering where we are the last couple of years and the fact that it's going to be full in Mount Juliet, like they deserve a full attendance. We can't wait, now it'll be no waste management Phoenix Open, but like we'll we'll get a good crowd at that, that yeah, will be a piss of a week, uh, that will be good. Absolutely, yeah, Kilkenny's great crack at the best of times, yeah. so yeah. Um, no, I can't wait for that. It should be really good. It'll be savage. No, it'll be really good. Anyway, getting straight in. Plug waste management or no WM Felix Open. We're not w- call it waste management anymore. And yet WM, it's harder to say. I know yeah. waste management. I don't know where they come. We're up just stick with nonsense. waste management. We're Aberdeen. I, <laughs> Aberdeen. <laughs> I missed yes, Aberdeen. Um, yeah, it was great. Like I can genuinely say, like normally if I'm watching golf on a weekend, it's because there's Irish people there and yeah. I work for an Irish golf magazine. You're working, and that's it. This I watch for me. Not for this pod, not for anybody listening yeah. out there. No, nah, it was just, cla- I bigged it up. I talked about it last week that I genuinely love this event. Um, and yeah, like we can go into how it's not for everybody, but it's definitely for me. Oh no, um, it is for everyone. It is. like It's 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 just one of these, it's just always drama. If uh, you don't like the Waste Management Phoenix Open, you don't like golf. Now it's not for every week. 
and it's great and we'll get into that again like you know the tour in Riviera next week so like On to be Thursday, able to yeah. to be this able to dip into that sort of audience and uh, in Phoenix and do what they did and delivered there and sort of break down those traditional boundaries that golf has perceived at and then to jump straight into one of the most traditional tour stops ever total different clientele and audience into the Genesis in Riviera it's just savage It'd be great if you could find like a happy medium between last week and this week, and yeah, that no, just to be a regular kind of atmosphere. No, I don't. I don't. I think you go you go hard and go home last week, and then do the same in a different way. One, it's one like event a year isn't enough for me to go hard or go home. Really, though. I'd like more. Like I maybe not down. quite to the, the level that. Um, yeah, I did, it just all got a bit wild, didn't it? But um, everything, everything about it is like you know, two hundred fifty odd thousand people through the gates, like. Way more. That's in a day. I but think. that's a day. Yeah, yeah no, per day. Like seven over like seven hundred thousand last year. Or the bonkers. Year before. Bonkers. Like it, it's just a. It's like you know. It's like it's like leaving certain result nights. That's yeah. what it's like. Like just people just on a pure piss up. It is going and out way and just mayhem. That. Like going to electric picnic or yeah. oxygen or whatever. It's absolutely wild. Can you imagine yeah. the clean up on today after that event? Oh, it'd be unbelievable. I think Stop. they came out with some nonsense of how great their recycling system is and all the rest of it. But um, yeah, God. Or can you imagine what the green? I know we'll get into what happened, but can you imagine what that sixteen green smells like today? Oh, <laughs> it's like you forget your coat in a nightclub or something. You go back the next day and the smell in the place. Just going, was I here last Yeah, night? you'd think it'd be like a Rank. damn pub carpet or yeah. something just swinging oh, across it. With the heat there as well, like, it, oh, stop. It was, yeah, I felt bad for the cleanup crew. There was a few of those, like, the volunteers who were probably members of TPC Scottsdale with, like, their socks, like, straight up to the knees, real proper out lads with their quiet please sides. They'll be bringing umbrellas like, next year. The oh. marshals, like they should have hired hats and umbrellas. Like, yeah, the umbrellas just on. for absolutely like a full can of beer. That's <laughs> like serious object flying. <laughs> um, but no, like, oh, we'll get into the 16, but I just think like it's just a great tournament full stop. The firm and fast thing, we always talk about that, yeah. Um, but that just it like the cream rises to the it. top. Like the leaderboard is always yeah. going to be strong when it comes to that. So, like, the top 10, you have Scheffler, Cantley, Shoffley. Kepka, Justin Thomas, Hideki, and Ram are all in the top ten. Like, do you, if you got that a major, you'd be like, yeah, you'd be happy with yourself. I was surprised, and we uh, like Brooks, Bruce, Bruce in the final round didn't Tried show up. Twenty quid on Bruce on the nose. I was thinking, I was counting my money. Where did I spend it? <laughs> Did you um, hear unbelievable. Off the top of my head, the first day, second day as well, he was getting so every tee. You know, you get the usual mashed potato guy go mad. So you know, he's on the first tee, he's going on, and he's just about to pull the trigger, and some lad just keeps rolling out. Will the real Slim Shady please stand up <laughs> <laughs> with his new bleached blonde hair? I could not stop laughing. It was so good. Surely Kefka even cracked a smile. Oh, he that. did. That's he did. Brilliant. But then, yeah, he laughed. That was his mistake. Every hole then for two days, someone's yeah. roaring. Well, the real Slim Shady. Oh, there was some so good. Slim Shady was uh, at the halftime show at the Super Bowl. I yeah, saw yeah. Fair yeah. play. So. Did you stay up for that? No, I didn't. No. Uh, I'd say the golf was raging out at the playoff. Like it dragged went, went on. Yeah, yeah. You actually could see. Did you notice how empty the stands around yeah. 16 were getting, even before the last group got there? Like, yeah. you still know, like, the. The Super Bowl is the hierarchy, and that like that's a good context for 
how wild people were. Like Super Bowl Sunday is such a big piss up. It's like Paddy's Day times ten almost over yeah. there. So you can't expect these people to be sitting down clapping in the stand. Like that's not what they're there for. They're basically tailgating yeah. to prepare for the Super Bowl. It's just such a big session. Um and yeah, and it's great. Like I absolutely loved it. I don't know where to start on well, this. Well you got started on the golf course. It was firm, it was fast, it was really good. That that closing stretch of golf just leaves itself to drama action. It was so good, like, you know, I was the WhatsApps flying in, like, you know, as the, the closing groups were coming to, like, the 14th, we're going, this is going to be an amazing two hours of golf. Yeah, even just. 13. Like, just, I love those, like, obviously not every reachable par three is fun, or par five, sorry, is fun, but um, when it's not receptive, when you actually have to hit a good shot to yeah. get it close, it just changes the game. So that, yeah, agree. I think the... The risk reward nature to run in is just savage. savage. Like who I couldn't have picked a winner with an hour to go. No, but everyone was like the, the story of the tournament was Tigala. Yeah. Like everyone just rooting for him. Like it was so good. It was just like he's only 24, 25 years of age. And to see him being so comfortable in those positions and literally he had that crowd where he wanted them. Like they that all they cared about was him. And he's playing with like Brooks and Xander and I like know. It's this, You know You're playing with two superstars And he was genuinely Starstruck on the Saturday He said But like you wouldn't have known it From no. watching him And his outlad was in His outlad's like a hype man Getting the crowd going In the stands and all Running so around good. after him It was brilliant He you, was a breath of fresh air He's the one thing I'm going to take away From this week And like follow him Hope Like he's in this week In Riviera Yeah um, Hopefully he kicks on He's makes had a enough. couple of top tens now yeah. Like he's he was a freak in college. He won, I think, every player of the year award there was to be won. He won them all in one season, and he was only the fifth player ever to do it. And that was at the times that were like John Ram and guys like that yeah. were in their college career. So, like, he's a proper, proper player. I remember reading a story about him um, that's come up a couple of times this week that when he was playing at college tournaments and all, he'd get to the range beforehand and just to throw off whatever team he was going to be playing against or whatever. He just, if he's on the chipping green, he'll blade one through the green. Next one, duff it two feet in front of him. Next one, shank it to the right. And Ultimate shit house. Absolute <laughs> proper shit house. And apparently, one time, he was with Pepperdine University, and John Ram's at like 60 yards the other side of the range, and your man's playing, and he's like, I've got a shank one over there just to see if Ram. And literally, he said it was the best shank he ever hit. 90 degrees, like went like pretty much across Ram's toes, and Ram looking over at him, and he did, didn't make eye contact or whatever. And then he goes out and he's an unbelievable player lots pure class no it was really good I'm looking forward to seeing more of him but yeah I was surprised Brooks didn't squeeze on that golf course like Jesus, with his he pedigree he was awful on Sunday his putting was unbelievable because he was literally everywhere he didn't need to be the whole time and the surprising thing was that even when he did find a fair when he had a wedge in his hand he wasn't getting near the green so um, surprising Brooks hasn't really been a closer of late really for like the the whole tough guy bravado, and I'm the killer, and I'm the finisher, and all this, he hasn't been. Yeah, um, we've well, he's kind of lost that. Yeah, he's, he has lost that a little bit. That air he's of only won four times in a PJ tour. It's mental. Yeah. Like I know he says he doesn't get up for it, or whatever. But I just don't buy that. Like you need to win, and he's he said he was embarrassed that he's twentieth in the world these days. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's it's crazy, isn't it? Ah, when you hear him talking like that, but like, yeah, it's uh, he'll bring value to that Netflix documentary for sure because I'd say he's playing up to his Brooks character. Yeah, and um, but yeah, he'll be I'd say pissed off that he he didn't like like he's playing with the gala who is a like a rookie 
um, and he just hasn't the didn't put any pressure on. Him, yeah, all. yeah, didn't like no pressure. He was just out. Yeah, he was outmaneuvered by Tigala all day. Mm, yeah, just it, yeah, he just wasn't straight. I did, like I didn't see Scheffler winning that tournament to be honest. And you're talking about like the 24 year old or whatever Tigala. Like Scheffler is 25. He looks about 40. Like no, it's really good. There's one thing like Scheffler's been trending for a long. They're the two takeaways from last year. Uh, Scotty Scheffler and Leona Maguire were two standout players that you would say on their respective tours they have to win soon and it's great to see them both doing it so early in the season yeah really good I really thought he was going to win it in regulation when he missed that putt I was thinking Cantley oh, no, it was horrible. I, I hate Patrick Cantley <laughs> He's in Why? the Bill Murray category for me. He's just dead to me. He's just ice. Dead in he's the just, face. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't like him at all. I don't like the way he got. Like he's a class golfer, but I just don't like. And yet, he's actually comes across brilliant in interviews. But I found him impossible to watch. He's, he's just so hard to like. Very slow. My yeah. God, Paddy Ice will melt if he spends any more time over. So yeah, sports. I was. I was mad. <laughs> to put it mildly, obviously um, Tigala like seventeenth. That that tee shot that he hit when like how does it go left and you're just going oh no and you just see him crucifying himself on the tee and it he sounds like it was cutting all the way like and just got the low bullet like just cut and just imagine. kick left so what there's nothing you can do but then like he didn't get up and down from the chip which just killed him like he was on 16 at that stage 16 got the playoff he said he was worried about um the ball rolling back into the water from where he was chipping that and he just rushed it too aggressive yeah. Um, so yeah, like really disappointed for him. But he yeah, he was definitely my um like standout of the week for sure. Like he had the crazy eyes going, he, he was bouncing up and down serious energy to him, just everything that you kind of want. And I don't know, like we'll get into like Charlie Hoffman di- different things like that, but like Tigala showing up just shows how replaceable so many of those lads are who are trying to hold the tour to ransom. Like he was, oh yeah, like absolutely. Just, just a so, wave of kids yeah, coming there like, that are so happy to be there and will be fans' favorites. And like, we'll get into Charlie Hoffman, but like, no one, no one gives a shit. Exactly. Yeah, literally. No, no. He's just an embarrassment more than anything. But it, yeah, no. Fair play to Sheffer. He's up to world number nine. And um, thanks really to that moving day sixty two, really got him into. Contention. He's earned over ten million dollars on the PJ Tour already. Like at twenty five, and he probably you can add more to that. If and just he finished with game as well. Like he'd seven or eight birdies in that final round. Like he's a proper proper player, and he is. I would put him in the bracket of, um, once that lid is off, he will be multiple. Like he's not in the Tony Fino waiting on a win, coming yeah. and then, uh like that's it. Like he's probably never going to win again. This guy is, he's going to be a staple for the next decade in the PGA Tour. He's that good. And the Ryder Cup, sadly. That Ryder yeah. Cup team is just so good over there. But no, yeah. it was great. And watching that last group as well, it was a serious day for the power fade drivers, wasn't it? They all just absolutely murdered the ball left to right. No, it was it was savage. It was so good. Um, Yeah, where do we go on that? Like, obviously, we're 16th, holding ones. Oh, Delighted that they got a hole in one. I can't believe it's been so long. And then they get two. It's like Beck and buses. buses yeah. yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, Sam Ryder. Can't say I'm too familiar with his work. Um, <laughs> but like that was absolute class. And I and I thought it was brilliant that I don't know who the host network was or whatever. But the fact that you're one that manned the Balianus um, and. Colt Nost was it? Like oh, they were both sitting down, down with the their team, backs like, to it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was just co- just having that like player interaction the whole week on the team, soaking up the atmosphere was something different that you don't normally see. 
but it, it just rained. Like, you can just see people are just waiting to make it rain. And holy shit, did it rain. It was unbelievable. <laughs> I oh. wasn't expecting it that bad, like, that much. So much But, worse. like, it was just crazy. There like. must have been a 15-minute delay, minimum. Yeah. Just trying to clean it up. I think it was... um. Brian Harmon, was it? It was waiting to hit his shot yeah. for like what felt like an age. But they waited back in the tee box for a good while, like while the cleanup was on. When the second one came in, and Carlos Ortiz yesterday on the yeah. Sunday, like he just headed straight for the green. It was just pure bedlam there as well. Absolute carnage. But, like it's just, it's just mad. And he backed it up actually. Ortiz went and eagled the seventeen. I know, eagled as well. Eagle. Like unbelievable. And again, that just showed, like when I was thinking with my twenty quid on Brooks, I was like, yeah, I could go hold on one eagle here. Like <laughs> this is a mad course. Um, that what well, I absolutely loved that. I thought it was brilliant. Um, then it all got a bit mental. But I have to say the Harry Higgs Joel Dame thing. I like it. It's never going to happen again. The fact that it happened at all, I think. Is, is pretty remarkable for golf. Like, it's the most non-golf thing going on about dress codes and this and that to see two dad bods, and I'm doing them favours called them dad bods. For anyone that wasn't watching, like, they took their tops off. Yeah, well, Joel Damon apparently put out on Twitter that if this tweet gets whatever amount of retweets or whatever, um, Harry Higgs is going to take off his top. And Harry Higgs is <laughs> just like, well, that's not going to happen. Um, and then, uh, like, all he did was he hold like an eight footer for yeah. par. And yeah, the top comes off. Then Joel Damon probably can't believe that he's taken off his top. So he decides to whip off his top runs across it. the green. But, like, whatever about that, I'd say they then didn't expect to be peppered with about 10,000 cans of beer again. Well, this is the thing. Like, it, it, there's a limit, right? Yeah, hold them once. Great, <laughs> like Justin Thomas chipped in yesterday as well, and like that chipped was in my from the least favorite. And I'm going, ah, lads, no, you're just taking the piss now. Oh, stop! They just let it rain again. Like so, anything that happened, it was a chance just to lob. Yeah, that's when lads. like you have lads who are just absolutely taking the piss, just want to wreck the place. Yeah. Like no other reason, they don't care about the golf. I'd say Thomas had anxiety that he might have to chug one of them after the Ryder <laughs> Cup fiasco. Um. But, and then you also saw, yeah, like that was, it was too much. That was a piss take. Um, and Cantley's put then on 16. You saw that thing. Oh, yeah, jump where it was six feet yeah. in the grass. It did hit, like, that was it a. Has to be a beer. Michelob Ultra. Yeah. <laughs> kind of Michelob, not for airing his pitch mark. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like that, I uh, that soured it a little bit. But uh, he holds the putt afterwards. It wasn't going to hold. Like oh no no, not that actual indent. Just the the fact that people that like went too far. Just any the, excuse. Yeah, just to exactly. Get. Yeah, like he, keep it in check a little bit. But at the same time, like there were so many people on Twitter being like, "Oh, this isn't good for the game. This is not how I want to grow the game." As <laughs> like, has its place. Like, up like they this. used to do. Do you remember they used to do the caddy races? They've stopped that. Yeah, for yeah, insurance. yeah. Like so, literally when the set the two boys just raced first one to get to the green and do it, but like. No, that was class. They've stopped everything. They stopped, stopped the, like kicking twice. the ball in. Yeah. I don't know why they sell. Like there was glass bottles and all going. Maybe they're gonna like flip, <laughs> flip it's it. Probably up not a bit meant to be. Time. Yeah, maybe not. Just lads stashing. Yeah, Mr. Stuff. Caddy racist. Now they do make up. Like they dress the caddies like bin men for the week. Now they give them the aloe vis tops. They look like. Yeah, I wouldn't be happy wearing those bibs now. But that's uh, funny. They don't have to pick up the cans at least. Yeah. Um But I, uh, I just thought it was glass, class, and I also think that. Like, golf has this obsession with grow the game that doesn't seem to exist in other sports. Like, if that just happened in NFL or happens in something else, like, that's just all well and good. But golf is always, does this grow the game positively or negatively? 
So we don't always have to worry about growing the game. But if anything, it definitely grew the game because there's no, well, that's lots of people media who don't watch, watch golf or yeah. all, yeah, watching exactly. that, enjoying it. Do they expect that to happen at the Masters? I'm sure they don't, but no. they still might play golf. Could happen in the captain's prize this year. You wouldn't know, lads. Just go bananas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Few societies losing the run of themselves. New lads into the game. No cans allowed. What hole do we get the cans out yeah. on, lads? The real lads, yeah, raiding our tables at Irish golf for events. They're trying to whip up all this phantom. Where's the Heineken? The yeah, exactly. Um, but nah, listen, it was brilliant. I just thought it was everything that the week before it wasn't. Um, just in terms of what golf should be and could be and. Like after all the nonsense about Super League and the doom and gloom and all the rest, I just thought not only was it a reminder like how how good golf can be and how it can grow itself in its current format. Yeah, like it's yeah. it's not broken. Like it and yeah. Well, in the word gospel according to Charlie Hoffman, it's it's proper broken. Yeah, this was brilliant. Like, like know your audience, know your week. You picked the wrong week. This, if anything, this just highlighted that fans do have a voice in golf. Yeah. Um, because I feel like a lot of this Super League stuff has been happening and it's uh, it's going to happen regardless of what the fans think and the fans are kind of being taken for the ride and this and that. Like, this just showed that, yeah, the fans are tuned into this well, and this, they're not going to take your yeah, bullshit. Yeah, this summed up to me what you brought up a few weeks ago. I don't know, did you do it on air or off air? But you said, like, about the whole Super League and football. With the breakaway Liverpool and like you would have turned your back on your football club mm, if they did that. And I think this is the first sign of a fan revolt against change and the uncertainty of what they're doing. Like fans literally called Hoffman out for what he was and what he was saying and how he was going about it and the sense of it. Like every the disconnect of the sport was never more apparent than when Hoffman did what he did. Unbelievable! Oh yeah, he's an arsehole, <laughs> plain and simple. But like, so basically, I woke up on Saturday. I didn't see this on Friday night. It was probably after we were in bed. And um, but just uh, summing up for people, he tweet like, "What a joke the USGA and PGA Tour are." Basically, was he hits his driving water, takes a drop on the side of the hill. There was no grass, so he has to drop it twice. He places that in a small tuft or whatever. Walks up to assess his yardage or whatever, looks back and the ball's rolled in. So he has to take two penalties because it's rolled in twice. His ball was deemed to be in play. Whether or not you think the rule is stupid or not, like maybe it is a stupid rule. Well, he blamed uh, the RNA and everything. Like he's like he, he yeah, blamed, like amateurs setting the rules for professional golf and all this crap. That was it. Like he says, I was under the impression that the USGA had changed that rule. I was wrong. Like that should be it. Full stop. Like yeah. you, you should know. You made the your rules. point, Charlie. Yeah, you're up, but you're on <laughs> the player advisory council. And all it's up to you to know the rules. He didn't. Um, yeah, he says, mind-blowing, a group of amateurs rule professional golf. There's no accountability at any level here. No protection for the players. You wonder why guys are trying to jump ship and play in another tour. We need transparency, protection, and consistency. And then the clincher is that amongst a load of randoms that he t- tags on the post, he tags the Saudi golf tour. And he claims the next day that the only reason I tagged the Saudis was because I knew that would go viral. And I just wanted to draw attention to this and to, to use the Saudis in a positive way and improve the PGA Tour product. The greatest cop-out in He's the history. And the first two Muppets to jump on and like and, and interact. Uh, Phil Mickelson couldn't agree more, Charlie, couldn't agree more. Yeah, and Bryson. And Bryson. And you're just going, lads. And then with the sounds of things, for the next two hours, Phil Mickelson spent it blocking people block on Twitter. Gate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> literally everybody. Yeah, you're not allowed to disagree with Phil. I just, it was... 
just a, a shocking thing to say. I think Justin Ray, in fairness to him on Twitter, summed it up about Hoffman. Like Hoffman gone on about like no protection, none of this. It's like Charlie's been ranked in the top twenty of the official World Golf Rankings for one week of his career. He's never finished better than eighth in a major. He has thirty two point one million in official earnings, plus whatever his pension oh, is, and plus yeah, yeah. all his endorsements. And so there's a man feeling unprotected, like without. I mean, in any disrespect to Charlie Hoffman, if I never saw him hit another ball, well, no like, one it would care. make no difference no to me. Well, no difference to anyone. And you see that with Tagala coming through and all the others. Like, these lads are so replaceable. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Like, arguably with much better players as well who are just, they just need games. And hungry. Like, they don't have starts. Yeah. Yeah. So, good luck to him. Like, another one off the. Like Eamon Lynch, I read, did you read him? He's been absolutely no. slating him the whole time. He just says it's time the PJ Tour cut some of these lads loose. Like, why are they playing this, like, negotiating game or not wanting to get involved or not want to do it? let them off. Just, lit- not, just literally cut. Like, you're yeah. gone. That's fine. You go play this other tour that might or may not exist yeah. at this stage. The more that that, like, weekend happened, the more I thought a Super League's not going to happen. And yeah, and uh, if it does happen, it's just not. They'll gonna be doing be, it off on the. Like, it will be like the match. Yeah, they'll like be it's just, just not going to be a success. And like they, maybe they won't care about it, and they'll still make their money. But there's going to be this great golf thing still happening without them that people will still be invested in. Like yeah, so I think the fans, the fans are having their say now, and that that's yeah, the it's thing huge. That I think the Saudi-backed venture thought that they would get the fans. Underside by getting player power, but they've underestimated the how much of a disconnect that there is between these players and the fans and the game itself at that level, and yeah, yeah, I, and just how like the the connection with most fans and most sports fans in general is about like romantic kind of yeah. sports stories. And Tiagala was that story. Like you, you support the underdog. Like people don't watch sport to support someone who's won a thousand lifetimes worth of money it's not going to happen so yeah i feel really good about that event that it's just like the pj door has a really strong hand and Massively. they're probably going to play it they have the soon. product they have the production they have the, the tv rights they've everything they, they own all the ip worth 20 billion they own everything yeah exactly <laughs> pretty remarkable yeah 20 billion pretty remarkable the hoffman not remarkable at all really but his uh primary sponsor yeah, waste, is waste management, management. Did you see his retraction of the statement and a photograph no, of him I in didn't. a bin truck? Like, that's what <laughs> oh, he was put that up. it? I yeah. saw that. I didn't photograph know he put him that in up. a bin truck and saying, oh, I just want to trash a few things that I said yesterday. And you're just going, no, you've lost the audience. Jerry. Yeah, yeah. He'll well, be booed now at events going forward. Well, he went through that 16 twice yeah. and I didn't see it once, but I would have loved to see him get absolutely rinsed. Yeah. No, I just think it's a hard, like it's a very backhanded thing to do to your title sponsor, support you through ticking it. Ugh. Thick and thin. Um, but then the clincher was his other sponsor. Did you see that? His Greg Norman collection. Oh, stop. Has yeah, him yeah. signed up to his T-shirt. So clearly he's um, punching for Greg's team. But no, I agree with you completely. The fans have found their voice, and that's the main thing. And it will, it'll, it'll gain traction from here. Players now will be afraid to come out and say anything. This will have an impact on players, I hope, like Shane Lowry, looking at what they do into next year. Big time. This will have an impact on, on decisions. Nothing about the human rights element or whatever. It's the fan power of people in their game are against predominantly what's going on. Yeah. 
I'm not going to bite on the human rights. No, thing. no, I'm no, not I know. No, one hundred percent though. Like the the sport needs fans, and the, the fans are going to stay with the PGA Tour. Yeah. I have no doubt about it. That's not to say that the PGA Tour is perfect by any stretch, and like some of these no, but actual it, Premier Golf League ideas are good. It's force and change. Yeah, like it, exactly. Like it should be an evolution. It should be thought about. It will. Um. So yeah, no, all good news on that front. And as you say, another really good tournament to look forward to this week. So the mad thing. Seamus Power and Graham McDowell obviously both missed the cut. Really poor from G-Mac in the second round. Like, he really needs a big week. and mm. um, Didn't happen to him. Power misses the cut, goes up to 45th in the world rankings. Happy days, he's gained a spot. <laughs> <laughs> so, great news for him. He's playing with Rory at the Genesis. Um, Tiger Woods is host, and apparently he's going to be around for the week. And he was also doing a bit of Bridgestone ad work. Um which is fuel the fire that he's looking fit, apparently. So hopefully we could see Woods yet. So Seamus, did you see the, the stuff during the week? Seamus Power makes one more cut professionally, and he's um, gone ahead of Jack Nicholas in career earnings. My Lord, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> sums up to, I think it's like 6.5 million or something in career earnings. Unbelievable, and yet, like some people aren't satisfied know, yeah, with yeah. that level of money when I mean, you're comparing yourself to arguably the greatest of all time. It's insane. Um, but yeah, it is what it is. Anyway, that's no, kind I'm of really looking Phoenix. forward to it this week. Yeah, that's it from the PGA Tour. European Tour. Really good event. Yeah, I didn't I didn't see much of this now, but um, Ryan Fox just seemed to completely overpower the golf course. Um, he's, he's class. He hits the ball absolute miles. I was down beside him in the range in Mount Julia for about a half an hour just with my jaw on the floor just watching him like run out of room in the range he's remarkable he's the son of Grant Fox yeah. some people know the Kiwi rugby player and he's just an absolute unit well, he's so, built like a front row player himself oh, right? Fox yeah he's an absolute bear but like he wins just shy of 300,000 euro Scheffler wins one and a half mil well that's the thing I was looking at that like Scheffler 1.4 so Scheffler's caddy made more this week, like last week, just gone. Then all bar two players in that European tour field. What do you give so like Caddy? Ten percent. Ten percent. Yeah. So uh, like one hundred and forty thousand uh, dollars. First place in uh, Dubai was three hundred forty thousand. Second place two twenty. Third place one two six. So only two players. And even at that, actually, there was a tie for second and third yeah. back. So only Ryan Fox made more. There you go. The PGA Tour is the promised land, like. But that, that, but this is where the PGA Tour need to be shared. A, yeah, because the European Tour now, like, they need to survive together. So, like, they do have, uh, like, you know, they're a joint initiative. They're joining up on certain events, but it's now when they need to plug that gap this time of the year. Like, European Tour are now doing nothing until Kenya second yeah. week in March. That's not on for a professional tour. That of the status of the DP World Tour European Tour, that is not on. That's yeah. not. It's not fair in your members. It's not fair on how you're investing in. And I know there's plenty of other distractions. They're coming off the back of a pandemic. Um, I think they're, they're Qatar, struggling with events. Oh man, there's yeah. a couple of but that are meant to be on. The PGA Tour need to be doing more. Um, if like they're involved, there's a, it's a shared ownership. It's a shared vision for the future. The European Tour players that, like should not be waiting another three weeks for a tournament. No, it's tough. Like, Niall Carney played for the first time there last week since, well, I think November, maybe. Um, he's literally been playing Winter Series events here. And then not only that, but you're going over to Challenge Tour to compete 
basically with Sunshine Tour players who are in the middle of their season compared to these lads who are totally undercooked. So it's like it's a big ask, to say the least. I like I struggle with um I don't know what the PGA Tour review, but like just the the general Middle East swing or whatever at the start of the year, like yeah, Dubai as a classic's good, but a lot of these events are dead. Like there's literally no like the golf courses are grand. There's no crowd, there's no atmosphere. And like do they want to pump whatever, a couple of million on top? Like what what well, difference to. they're gonna make to the they're gonna the have field? To. It's I, not even I to pump know. not even to up the prize fund. First get more tournaments. Yeah. Like it's just there needs to there's a gap there that shouldn't be there at this time of the year when, you know, it's winter in G B and I. You know, there's no like, there's I know, no is there anywhere else you can play? Like would it be better to have a couple in Spain or something like that? Saudi Arabia actually, that'd be a good a great hot spot. <laughs> a good hot spot, spot, spot this time of the year. Yeah. Um yeah, no, that's all. It'd just be great if they banged their heads together and had a bit more thought about what's happening this side of the Atlantic. Yeah, I yeah, I know. I agree with you. I just I can see them like they're co sanctioning Scotland and I can see why they'd want to co sanction the Irish Open. Like those events just get eyeballs and atmosphere and it's more in line with the PGA tour product or whatever. Whereas like they just seem to, they're not interested in the Middle East to me. Like Jay Monaghan, I don't think he gives a shit. He'll happily take the money or whatever's coming in, but he yeah. doesn't want to be really seen or associated with it. Um but anyway, yeah, Ryan Fox, he won by five. Um, bit of a cakewalk and Apparently he was injured as well Like he's struggling with his back So pretty impressive all round really No he's a proper player um, He really is The challenge tour then We had Well Cormac and Cormac Sharvin and Caldwell Were playing in that Both Caldwell Yeah he's still struggling with injury Challenge tour was a fan court Only Johnny um, Murphy made the cut 54 hole cut there So they're playing three different tracks he tied 47, had a bad last round, um, but it was a big ask. Like He had about two days of travel and arrived there. I think, you were talking Tuesday. to him last week on the Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. What sort of travel? He had mad travels. Ah, ridiculous, yeah. Flying from, like getting to LA airport, flying from there to Zurich, I think that was 11 hours or more, flying from there to Cape Town, which was another 11, 10, 11 hours. Say, yeah. had, had the issues trying to get a rental car. Eventually got that, had to drive another four and a half hours then. And he was staying with Paul Dunn. But, like, what sort of prep is that? And then, like, coming off the high of Pebble Beach to... I can't imagine there were too many people watching that event. Oh. Um, it's just... It's a big ask all around. But, like, he's getting some starts at the main thing. So he's playing again this week um, in Cape Town. So another five-hour drive to go back to where he was. Um, Sharvin's going to play. He's dropping down to the Challenge Tour. Tom McKibben's getting a start. And then Carney, Moynihan, and Paul Dunn. Who, as I was saying there about current, like they're all just undercooked for game time, and they're playing against lads who were yeah like in the middle of the season. So it's a really tough going. Um. So yeah. Anyway, like at least lads are getting a start with the DP World Tour not happening. Portuguese Amazon. Um. Last week, David Kitt was the only one to make the fifty-four all cut there. Manuth Attenry man. Um. Top thirty for him, and then this week, I think this actually started yesterday. I'd forgotten about it. African amateur stroke plays on. Um, so it's 72 holes of stroke play, Liam Nolan, Robbie Power, or, or not Robbie Power, sorry, Robert Moore and Alan Fahey, uh, Matthew McLean and Mark Boucher are all in it. Um, Robbie Power is the jockey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's the horse racing coming out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, stuff. Um, but yeah, so that that would be good. And uh, can't, like fair play to Golf Ireland and stuff. Like we're doing a bit of work with Maynooth, um University for the next edition um, and hopefully get Barry on the pod and stuff. But... He'd been talking about how it's a struggle to get some of his um, 
just to recruit people to Manupe, so everyone wants to go to America. One of the main reasons they want to go there is because they get year-round golf. But, like, you can see if you're a high-performing amateur, like, you're playing in the African amateur stroke play this way. Like, there's always something to play. Yeah. Portuguese hands-on. Like, there is year-round golf. You stay this side of the world. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of it um, from the roundup. We have, there was an Edgar event on as well this week, I've seen. Yeah, oh, well, I wasn't going to bring it's it up. Kind of halfway through. Yeah, I don't know what, how it's going to be. But yeah, Keen Arthurs was going fairly well. Juan Pastigo's leading it. He's just hot shit. One, one legged Spanish golfer hits the ball a mile. I think he was one under gross on the first day. I think Keen Arthurs. One over, I think, yeah. Was he one over yeah. gross? Um, but yeah, that's on in Villamora. So, second day of that. So, yeah, I d- it'll be over by the time this is out, but you can check the scores on the Edco website. Yep. Um, I think that's it, is it? Heroes and villains. Heroes and villains. My um, hero is the that little kid who took that golf cart and oh, rammed it through the crowd <laughs> and across the fence. <laughs> I seen that, yeah. I, said, I don't know who I see. Rick Shields or someone tweeting it out. I hope everyone's okay. He had the s- just sitting there. Sunglasses on, backwards cap, like laying back, low rider. Absolute legend. Kind of reminded me. It, that wouldn't have happened on my watch because the key was left in the buggy. If it was if, Any time I drive a golf buggy now, I take the key out of the buggy after I drove it through the glass doors at Carton House Hotel. <laughs> Did I ever tell you that? No. I Like at the end of a shift, what, like my second week in Carton House and the call came down from the hotel, there was like... 12 golf bags to go up this american crowd were flying overnight and i was closing up or whatever and i was like a oh, nightmare like this is gonna take ages and my lift was like i wasn't driving man was outside to give me a lift or whatever i was like oh, i'll get them all on one buggy and like literally piled them all onto a golf buggy like <laughs> like a proper tetris draw brought it up to the glass stores at the hotel got off the buggy took the first one down off the back one just slipped onto the accelerator without me in it. Straight through the glass doors of the lobby. Literally straight through. Smashed everywhere. Glass <laughs> everywhere. People sipping champagne in there. Me legging after the movie. The rugby tackle the thing off the chair. It was mad. I bawled crying like immediately because I was like, this is my my favorite like this is my dream job and i'm about to lose it all and then i was brought in for big disciplinary thing they had it on cctv apparently it's gas <laughs> and i was just saying i just said every, i was like i parked too close to the door i, I had 12 um, sets of golf clubs on one buggy I'm like i'm so sorry i really want to keep this job and they kept me on for about 10 years honesty pays off that's it but the lazy man's load does not <laughs> but yeah that's my hero and the um, yeah villain of the week is just Charlie Hoffman for everything we said before. Yeah, we kind of basically the whole podcast is the villain the now, villain. Yeah, and then exactly. yeah, we have a hero at the end. But we yeah, you you have a special hero. Yeah, no hero of the week. I heard this morning the sad passing of Eduardo Romero. Um, he was only sixty seven. Died today. Gatto as he was known as, but like just a really really nice fella one of the brightest personalities you'll ever come across and i i caddied from bits back in the day like late 90s uh sort of Cecil Whelan's Lynx Golf Society sort of used to be on like day after day before um Irish Opens and stuff like that so ended up carrying his bag on numerous occasions and getting to know him a little bit while he was there and kept in touch afterwards but just an absolute gent um, yeah, and really sad to see that he's, he's passed away today, like at only 67. I remember one of the years, I think it was 98 or 99, with the European Open um, at the K-Club. They were giving away, like, um, it was like crates of Jameson whiskey they were giving away for eagles. 
the player. And he eagled the last, and he was heading off the next day. Like he, were, he was playing Royal Dublin the next day, and I carried from Royal Dublin went around. So like after the round, you know, you get your couple of crisp fifties <laughs> off. It was grand. It was like, and it was a bit of fun. He says, uh, "Does your does your dad drink? Is he a whiskey man?" And I was like, "I like he drink anything. <laughs> like pint of water into a barrel of sawdust." <laughs> and he was going, "Okay, I, I leave stuff at the cake club." Went up. Big thing of Jameson, like big case no of way. this real exclusive Jameson left there. Like he was just such a really nice fella. And like I said, kept in touch with him um, right throughout until he retired, went to seniors. And then um, he went into local politics in Argentina. He was the mayor of his local, haven't spoken in a good number of years or here. But here he was ill a few weeks ago. And then, yeah, really sad to hear that he passed away this morning. So. Yeah, just a shout out to him. He'd be my hero of the week. Yeah, no, well said, Pete. When you caddy for him, did you like? Did he ask any advice to you, or were you just cut? Oh, you just carrying the bag. You're having it like you do yardages. That's it. Yeah, it was back. I was seventeen. 17, 18. Keeping his cigars lit. Yeah, no, no. it was mad because actually that day in Royal Dublin, um, another friend of mine came out. He was like, oh, can you bring a friend of someone else that wants to, needs a caddy tomorrow as well? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll bring a friend out. So I give him a name check, Robert Hayes, give him, because I said, oh, you need to come tomorrow. He ended up um, caddying for Angel Cabrera. No way. Yeah, for the thing. Now, Cabrera didn't have a word of English (laughs) at all. So like there was nothing there. It was just like mute. Like, good shot. And Cabrera just laughed. The odd grunt yeah, or something it, yeah like, so this is again in one of the links golf society things but yeah it's funny that's class really good it's those lads like you think if Cabrera was probably earning good coin back then but oh, he yeah, just like, like he'll take winner. anyone like he doesn't eight give a winner like, like when he had his own caddy but his own caddy isn't gonna they're obviously going traveling off and doing their own thing or they've pre-arranged things whereas he was staying so he just gets a local and you'd always with Romero like you'd always get a good bag as well like he'd be playing with Dermot Desmond or one of them as well yeah so exactly a nice group to be in Happy days, that nice little side earner feet. Nice little earner, yeah, no, yeah. but that's, that's yeah, he's my hero anyway, but that's it. I think that's it for the week then, is it? Yeah, more to talk about than we thought, considering there was literally no Irish involvement really over the weekend. But yeah, no, another good week in store now. Looking forward to Riviera. Yeah, it should be good, it should be good. Had a good winner last year, Max Home. I think most people like him. Um, so yeah, expect a good golfer to win again. Looking forward to seeing Rory, really. Yeah, no, it'll um, be nice to see him back. Should be interesting. See After what kind of game he he's has. been home for the last week or so, I heard he was up up in Hollywood. Yeah, he's working on the driver a bit, from what I heard. Uh, yeah, looking at shorter shafts, messing around with stuff like that. So he had a lovely swing up on Instagram. Anyway, it looked like he was striping a butcher. Who knows? Best best driving range golfer in, in the world, the planet. Even uh, no, Hank Haney reckons Tiger Woods was the worst. Did you hear that? Oh, stop! I just ignore everything Hank Haney says now. Yeah, as it like Tiger Woods just ca- his game didn't translate from the driving range. Imagine if it course. did. I know, like, yeah. A fifty major. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it'd be literally his PlayStation character. I'd say Tiger, like if he even see like Steiny would pick up on these things and just they just pissed themselves laughing. Did you see what Hank said the other day? And they're just like, this clown still peddling this stuff. I heard the lads on the podcast with him being like, no way, like that's such a big assertion. But it's like that's bullshit. Yeah. And all that is like absolute bullshit. Oh. Um, but yeah, Sorry, I'd have I'd, ha- I'd have Hank in the Charlie Hoffman group. Just wouldn't Ro- wouldn't bother me if I didn't hear anything about him again. A big time, he'll be the legendary sh- swing coach to the Saudi stars or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on that note, anyway, John, cheers for joining us uh, as always, and uh, yeah, cheers for you for tuning in. We'll be back again next week. Um, you can check out at Irish Golfer Mag and any of our social channels. And if you do enjoy the pod. Subscribe and you'll get notified of our next edition when it's out next week. Cheers for tuning in. Talk to you soon.